Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. What a blessing to be here this morning. Amen. Right. Let us pray. Father, thank you for today and thank you for the opportunity that we have to serve you to serve you well we pray that you guide us and you speak by your spirit um, to all of us thank you thank you in the name of Jesus for everybody who is listening this morning thank you that you are doing great things in our lives Thank you that you are taking us on a journey, a journey of faith, a journey that only you could have taken us on. We are grateful. We are thankful. Thank you that, Lord, you brought us this far and you carry us through to the very end. I pray now for everyone, Lord, as we come to the, to the end of the year. So many things have happened this year. We see your hand guiding and leading. Jesus, let your spirit lead us through the rest of this year and bring us to the beginning of another year gloriously gloriously we are grateful we are grateful that our lives are in your hands and that you rule in the affairs of men and that whatever you have allowed us to see to experience it is because of your goodness your kindness and your mercies we are grateful Lord now in the next few minutes let there not be even one person who didn't hear your voice because your voice is what we need your voice is what we need guide us beautiful Holy Spirit we welcome you in the name of Jesus and everyone said Amen God bless you. You may be seated. 
Now I'm excited to be here for day two of 21 days of glory. So, I want you to have faith. And so today, what it is is that I'm, I want to share with you um, from, I believe, the Holy Spirit and from God's uh, heart, I believe, for you. Amen. Amen. God knows you very, very well. And God knows where you are as of today. So, we need to know that we are on a journey. You see, the Bible describes us as being on a pilgrimage. We are on a pilgrimage. A pilgrimage is a journey. And when it comes to a journey, it means that you know, there are many things to see on the journey. If we were going to Takrade, we will see many things on the way. We will see Winneba Junction. We will see Mankesim Junction. You will see Infanseman Secondary School on the left side. You will see Salt Pond Junction. You will see the uh, state transport. They have a stop. There was a called? Brewa, no, another one. Anomabo. Yes, Anomabo. They used to stop at Anomabo. Yes. And then you see, is it Brewa? Where do they sell the Fanti Kinke? Yamransa Junction. You see Yamransa Junction. You see Nyamransa Junction. And then you see Agri Memorial on the right. Is it not true? Before you come to Cape Coast. Pedu Junction. And then University of Cape Coast will come on the right. And then you cross and then you Elmina. With Elmina Castle down there and the sea and then you'll be going it's a journey and once you are on the journey with God there are many things you will see and when you see the different things they present sometimes like tests to see your response at each stage and sometimes it is people's responses that cause them to lose and to die. Because you may be driving and you see a Benz bus approaching on the same side of the road. And if the driver of your car says that who is this guy on my side? He should move. I will never move. You get what I'm saying? He may be having an imaginary argument in his mind which may cost you 
your life because he wants to be stubbornly argumentative with somebody who may even has fallen asleep as he's driving one time i saw a driver driving through a gate like the gate was open the gate was open and he was driving through the gate but he drove into the pole of the gate and i realized that his judgment wasn't good you get it so there are some people their judgments their thinking is not good and your responses as you go along your journey are the responses that determine your whole life and so it's important for us to realize that we are on a journey as i as i come here to the kodesh you know i remember every single part of this building and every part of how each spot was acquired i remember where is the car park was uh, a forest it was unused you get it or maybe it was even here i'm talking about but i remember when we were working here and i I had a phone call somebody had had an accident some people were dead but i remember all the journey this is all part of your journey in in life that's why sometimes when people die they take the person's coffin to different places it's like for the person to say goodbye to the different places that he went to and he was at when even when you may think it's something that we just do in ghana but when billy graham died he was taken on a long journey from his hometown from wherever they put him they in state a very long journey visiting various places because when your life comes to an end that's when you see that you were on a journey and that from here you went here from here you did this from here you went there from here you went there and it was all a journey it was all a journey so may your responses be good at at every stage of the journey amen amen now one of the things that is very important is the importance of moving forward you see you can call my message moving forward we we need to move forward in our lives personally you need to have some forward movement you need to move on spiritually and this church needs to move on spiritually and everybody needs to move and as you move you are very very protected from the enemy amen you see the reason why 
human beings can catch animals is because they are very repetitive and predictable in everything they do. They are repetitive and predictable. That is why you can go into the land and catch a lion by all means because the lion does the same thing all the time and is very 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 predictable and they do not move away from where where they consider as their territory that's why we can catch them I once watched a movie it was not a movie it was a documentary of a man who went to catch a snake a king cobra a very long very long when it stands up it's as tall as the man and he went through the forest in India and as he was going through he kept on explaining step by step he said oh you know what what surprised me is a, it's a it's a movie I, I like to watch again he knew he, he would point to a rock he said there will be a snake here and truly when he goes to move it is there everywhere he goes he oh, there will be one in this water there will be one by this rock it will be one here but it will not be the king cobra and every he knew because he knows them they always do the same thing and stay in the same place and they never move so you can catch them are you listening to me yes so from today no demon will be able to catch you because you have been stuck in the mud staying at the same location spiritually all the time but the need to move on you see some people don't understand why we start branches is it the fact that we have all the plenty branches that we have it's like if you want to attack us you don't know where to attack because we moved on i moved on from the kodesh some years ago i moved on i moved from Kolegono some years ago then i moved again and i'm still moving so god expects you to keep moving moving doesn't mean destroying it doesn't mean destroying what you've built if at all the kodesh is stronger because you see you cannot test something when you are there as a leader you can say it is good but what about when you are gone what about when you are gone
when the white people were in South Africa, you know, South Africa was, maybe some of you have never been there, but the best I can liken, the best I can liken it to would be when you arrive in uh, Johannesburg, it's like arriving in Amsterdam. That was how it felt like to me when I went there. That was even when they had the old airport. There's, there's, nowhere, there's nowhere in Africa that has had anything like what you have in South Africa. You see, but just 20 years later, you get it? The airport, which I said is like arriving in Amsterdam, is now empty. Yes, it's now empty. The airline is just like Ghana Airways, almost not existed. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because when the person who made it and understands it is there, it's different from when the successor or the successors come into play. That's when we'll know whether the system is strong or it is not strong. Yes. And by the grace of God, we have had changes here in the Kodesh when I handed over to Bishop Saki and then to other bishops and then to where we are now. So there have been changes and there have been changes which test our strength and the reality of whether it is something real or as soon as the leader is nobody, the whole thing is gone. So it is stronger and it is good that all these changes take place by movement movement by the grace of god there are few places you can go to in the world that you will not have a church to go to amen there are few and there are few places in ghana that you will go to that you will not have your church which you have been building to go to so movement is important when people are doing business or doing anything that is successful they are often happy but they don't realize if you don't think carefully movement is important Somebody was telling me about a photograph. Do you know what the photograph was showing? The photograph was showing a helicopter with a pilot who was flying. I think he was flying. And then there was a cameraman. You know how the side of the helicopter is open? 
So the cameraman was standing on the side of the helicopter and he was filming. Are you getting it? With the helicopter, because he was, he was filming whatever, and the helicopter was also flying slowly as he was filming. And do you know what they said? They said that within 10 years, these two people, the pilot and the cameraman, both of them have lost their jobs. It has been replaced by drones. The drone has taken over from the helicopter and the cameraman has also lost his job to the drone. So if you like, you stay. Say, as for me, I'm a helicopter man. As for me, I'm a cameraman. And before you realize, both are no more relevant in this world. Hey! So you need to be careful that when God is leading you and moving you, you need to move with God. Amen. And that does not mean you need to be an orangu. Or a prodigal son who leaves your place where you belong. Neither does it mean you should be an Absalom who attacks his own father who ordained him. These are not good examples. And nobody here should follow such things. And nobody here, nobody here should approve of such things. And nobody here should be in communication and in contact with such people. If you do, if you do, then I want to say that you are not happy to be here. And you should rather go and join them at whatever they are doing, whoever they are, you know, whoever we are talking about. It's up to you to decide. I wrote my book on loyalty in 1998. I wrote it in 1998. How many years ago is that? 24 years ago. And some people have decided that they will fulfill everything that is in the book. They decide that. As for me, I will fulfill it. It's as though they've read it and they say that let me fulfill it. Second hmm. Corinthians chapter 5. And verse 7 is my home scripture for today. It says, For we walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. If you want to change that, you can change it to, For we move by faith. We move. I saw a little video of somebody, they were saying, He can't even move. He can't even move. We are moving. God wants you to move. Mr. Helicopter Pilot, this job of being a helicopter pilot, I'm telling you, they are inventing a very small type of helicopter. It's called drone. And you will not need to be a pilot to fly. And they are inventing a camera very small that can be controlled. 
from afar can't even move listen you must be someone who can move amen amen you must be somebody who can move and keep moving keep moving in the realm of the spirit keep moving in God keep moving in the ministry keep moving in your service to God it says we move or it says we walk by faith we are movers and we move we keep moving moving is a spiritual thing we walk we move we move amen moving is very very important in the realm of the spirit amen hallelujah Zechariah chapter 11 verse 15 And the Lord said unto me, Take unto thee yet the instruments of a foolish shepherd. The instruments of what? A foolish shepherd. A shepherd who is not doing well. Verse 16. For lo, I will raise up a shepherd in the land. Amen. Which shall not visit those that be cut off. Neither shall seek the young one. Nor heal that is broken. That is a foolish shepherd. Who does not visit. Does not seek the young one. Nor heal that which is broken. But one more thing that a foolish shepherd does. Is that. He does not feed him that standeth still. He that standeth still. Underline he that standeth still. You see, you are not expected to stand still. You are, your shepherd is supposed to stir you up so that you are healed from standing still. Standing still is a spiritual crisis. God is constantly leading you on a journey. We move, we walk by faith. In other words, there shall be movement in your spiritual life. By faith. Amen. But what happens is that as people live in the church, they get to a point where they stand at the same place. And they are stuck in the mud right there. And there is no more movement. No more movement. But you see, you can move in the realm of the spirit. 
And God wants us to keep moving and keep moving on. Derek Prince said something. There is no way you can take a step forward in your life unless you take a step of faith. It will by all means involve believing in something. Unless you are ready to start believing something new that you haven't yet believed fully and start believing God for something maybe that you have trusted him for before, there will be no movement. You see, why am I preaching to you? Because as far back as when I was in Achimota school, I believed in Jesus and I started to believe in the idea of serving God. You know, a number of people have told me something. One of them said to me that it seems you saw something long ago. Because as you get older, you see that everything you have, you cannot really take out of this world if you've acquired things. You have to lie down and go out of the world. Yes. You have to leave it all behind. So the more you get close to eternity, the more everything looks useless. And somebody said to me, it seems you saw it long ago. Oh, yes. I don't know what I saw, but I saw the need to serve God. Yeah. And I believe that the need to serve God. And to serve God all out. But what I'm trying to say is that some of us haven't had that belief yet. You, you, you love God. You believe in God enough to come to church. You believe in God enough to belong to the same church. You believe in God enough to even be in a church like our church. Because our church is a little unusual in the sense that we are always encouraging people to work for the Lord. Even on Sundays, we encourage people to work for the Lord. Yes. Oh, yes. And we are not ashamed of it. If it's a problem for you, maybe you can find another church to go to. We have so many churches. When I was coming, I saw some other nice churches on the way. But what I'm saying is that if I was to join another church now and start preaching, all right, maybe I would start preaching about the same working for God and so which maybe in that church they may not have been hearing such things. So then they would have a chance to hear something new and believe something new that they haven't believed before. And that would make them move forward. I'm just trying to explain to you that there is no movement in your life until you start to believe something new or you have a new step of faith that you are taking for your life. 
You need faith. God will show you something and give you a new something. Do this. Oh, yes. You know, as I'm preaching, I wish that before I finish preaching, everybody here will personally hear from God. Because, because, honestly, uh, this is what makes the difference. Uh, if only we hear something from God. You know, when it was in Suhum in June 1988, and then I was listening to preaching, and then I heard a voice saying, from today you can teach. In my room, in the doctor's medical student's room in Suhum Hospital, in the Eastern region, the voice said, from today you can teach. I mean, it was, what, what it means is that you are now, you have been made a teacher. That's what it means. It means you are now somebody who can teach the Bible. And I meanwhile, I'm a student. I'm a medical student who preparing for my final exams. And look at what I've heard. <laughs> it's up to me whether I will believe such things. And if I believe such a thing, it's likely to make me move forward in my life. That's why I'm saying that I wish that today eh, everybody here would just hear from the Holy Spirit. Maybe God will speak to you and give you some kind of a word. This is the big difference that is going to come in your life. Look at John chapter 20. When the disciples, or was it 21? When they were on the water. Fishing, yes, 21. And Jesus came to them. Do you see? And he's 21. And he said, Have you any bread, children? Children, have you any bread? You get it? Huh? John 21. Oh, yes. I'm sure the man is uh, confused. And he was asking them, do you have any? And they were out there fishing. And Jesus was calling, are you okay? Are you guys okay? Are you guys there? Yeah. Have you any meat? Ah, they said, no, we don't have. Then what did Jesus say? Cast your net on the right side and you shall find. That's an important voice right there. Then they cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it. I want us, Kodesh, to go to Israel so that you can understand this uh, scripture. Yes. I think you better plan as no other church, only the Kodesh. Yeah. Now, you sit down because you have not heard what I'm exp- I want to explain. <laughs> now, when Peter uh, poured... Th- th- listen, the reason I want you to go to Israel is, you, you understand it. Uh, he said, cast your net on the side, on the right side. Now, you see some people who can say, look, 
the way to prosper is the right side of ships. Do you get what I'm saying? The way to prosper, the key, the key to prosperity is the right side of ships. Right side. Fish on the right side. This is the key. You, you will be okay. Now, the reason I want you to go because I want you to see the, there is a place where they show you the fishing boats. And they have an exact one which they piece together. And it shows you the size of the boat. Now, when you look at the boat, you see that there's no difference between the right side and the left side. But the right side is here and the left side is here. When you stand, you can just do right and left. It's like a canoe. Right and left. What is the difference between the right and the left? Is, 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 is the right side, have, right side have fish? Which fish will be on the right side? Which will not be on the left? Oh, you don't understand my question. I said, which fish will be on the right, which is not also on the left? Which fish is on the right side, which is not on the left side? It is not that fish are found on the right or they move from the left to the right. Even by the time Jesus will say, put your thing on the right, anything on the right would have moved to the left or the left would have moved to the right. That's why I want you to go to Israel. I hope you start planning your trip. Yeah. Three days in Israel. Just three days. Not seven days. Three days. <laughs> so where, where does the prosperity come from? The prosperity comes from hearing a word from Jesus that do this and then believing whatever it is. Whatever it is. It's not about right or left. It's about the word of God and about the word of Jesus and that you believe something that he tells you. That is what will lead you to more and more and more and more things. Not about right side, left side, right side, left side. If only he would speak to you. That's why when I came, I said, I wish that before I finish preaching, the Holy Spirit will say something to everybody will hear in your heart something from God that you feel and believe that God is telling you, do this or do this or do this. Yes. That is what brings prosperity. You know, I have prospered serving God in the ministry. Not because of, I don't know what, what he asked me to do. This is what I tried to do. When I went to the first, uh, first lab, oh, only children. There was no, nobody came from the Kodesh. Even up till today, you can find a handful of people you will not get even 10 people that moved with me when I moved. You will not get. Later, I asked somebody, Why didn't you come with me when I was going? They said, Oh, I, we were told that it was not, we were not supposed to come. I said, Okay, no problem. <laughs> it's not about whether we are there or here or whether my members are small, small children, or whether my members are millionaires, or whatever, is that, is God leading you to do something, or saying, if you do it, eh, you'll find things that you will never find anywhere. It's not about the right side. It's not about the left side. It's not about full time, or lay ministry. It's not about 
doing this business or that business but it's about hearing from god if god will speak to you and you can believe god believe believe people don't believe things that's why i said we we walk by faith or we make advances by faith if you don't have something to believe you will not make any advance that's why when i go to wait on god i am just wish god will say something anything at all that he says anything at all if only just say anything sometimes i become afraid and desperate when i'm sitting i'm praying and i'm not hearing any or i don't feel anything that he's saying i become very afraid and agitated because i want something to believe yeah because when i believe i will i will advance yes as soon as they say right side they say right side there's a there's a madman standing on the shore who says that we should ship fish on the right side we could they couldn't see who he was <laughs> I said, let's just do what he says how does he know where what is it? they just did it and when the, the fish came into the thing then they said the guy said it is the lord that is when he said mm. when they pulled the, the net they said the miracle that is happening it is the lord who is at work yes is that not what he said he said knowing that it was the lord yeah they know that it's the lord and i know that every word that the lord gives you believe sit down i want to, because you are blocking some people's view you know some people are saying that uh, you know uh, they are not men of God some people say, I mean I'm not a man of God so I don't hear from God like that like when people say the Lord spoke to me say, they say me I don't know what it is how many feel like that many times when they say, the Lord said to me you, you don't know what you, you you don't know when the Lord also said something to you. Oh, you are all men of God here. I see they are mostly. I've come to a house of men of God. Yeah. But I want to, I want to encourage you. When you read your Bible. When you read your Bible. Eh, believe that. You see, believe that God is speaking to you. You see, I, I don't know when God will speak to you again. If, if when you read your Bible, you don't believe things. I, I don't know at what stage. Yes. I say, Unless Jesus appears and talks to me, I don't believe. You'll be there forever. Yes. You'll be there forever. You know, some years ago, you can ask my wife, I bought a truck, yeah, with my inheritance. And I was doing business. And I wasn't bad. I wasn't bad. I was doing business. I became a sun and stone contractor.
What, what does a standing stone contractor do? A standing stone contractor, you see him and you say, I need 40 trips of sand, 40 trips of stone. He will bring it to you. That's a standing stone contractor. That's all that he does. And that was what I was. <laughs> oh, yes. Now, one day, I was having my quiet time from Timothy. Timothy. My wife was working at a confiscated assets committee. They used to confiscate assets. <laughs> national service. National service. Yes, I just got married. I was in my 20s. And then I read the verse, First Timothy 4.15. I wasn't fasting. I wasn't fasting, praying. Let's say I'm going to wait on God somewhere. Put up the scripture, please. Four. They can't hear, maybe. They can't hear. Yes. So I was reading. Let's read from, let's say, maybe verse 12. Okay, I'm trying to show you that God will speak to you this morning. Amen. This morning. Amen. Are we still in the morning or it's afternoon? It's still morning. Yeah. Let no man despise thy youth. But I didn't get any Baye revelation from this one. Verse 12. The, the revelation was in Baye. And for me, when I have a revelation, I know. So until then, the verses I'll be looking at, it is like I'm just looking at colors. Yeah. Yes. So I went to verse 13 because there was no revelation in verse 12. Yeah. Till I come, give attendance to reading, exhortation, and to doctrine. That's what I was thinking about it. Pray, my quiet time. And there was no revelation still. No revelation. So then I came to verse 14. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy. I was, every time you read the Bible, apply it to yourself like what, what is he saying to you. Don't neglect your gift. So I was, this one, when I read verse 14, a revelation started to come. Because it was like, don't neglect the gift. And I was thinking, what gift do I have? No, don't neglect your gift, which was given you by prophecy, the prophecy that from today you can teach. And with the laying hands of the presbytery, nobody had laid hands on me. So there was a revelation, but not so beye. Then verse 15. This is the verse that changed my life. And it was quiet time. I wasn't fasting. I wasn't waiting on God. I wasn't going to have gone to a mountain to seek God's face. No, no, no. And you see, the reason I even remember this is because the carpet, I was, there was a carpet in that, a blue carpet. Yes. And the, and the verse said, meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them that thy profiting may appear to all. Give yourself completely Meanwhile, my track was finding stones and sand for Tema. 
so as i was i was lying on the floor you know i mean i don't sit at desks i was lying on the floor on the on the carpet and i was just praying then the verse was coming it was moving in me the scripture was moving in me hey then I, I got up because when the word comes at the point you get up I got up and I, I set me on my feet yes and I started walking in the room walking in the room I walked up and down my wife had gone to work I walked up and down up and down up and down up and down I saw my track in the realm of the spirit I said ah give thyself holy means you you are finished Give thyself holy means give everything. Give thyself holy means give 100% of your time. Give thyself holy means don't do anything else. Give thyself holy means don't practice medicine. Don't do this. Don't do business. Do only ministry. It's now up to me whether I will believe. And when I take a step, when I believe, I will advance because when you walk by faith, you actually advance and move by, by the things you believe. That's why people don't advance. That's why people don't advance. Some of you look at me, you think that I'm gifted. But I tell you, you can ask all my mates. And you can ask all my teachers. I've never been a gifted person. No, I've never been a gifted person. I, I, I came into the world giftless giftless you are the gifted ones yes school prefects this prefect that with me i was never oh yes and he said to me give yourself holy i called the manager of i had a driver and a mate a mate who was like a manager I called them that right there and then. For me, when you speak, if God speaks to me, that's it. Like Abraham. The day God told Abraham to be circumcised, that was the day he was circumcised. They found a stone and they cut the things off. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. I called them, I said, come and I showed them a place at airport. Come and park there. Why? I said, you come. Park. They didn't know it was their last day. And I put a sign. For sale. For sale. For sale. For sale. For sale. Give thyself holy. I just left Kolebu Hospital. I had no, there was no church. There was no Kolebu. No, there was nothing. Huh? Yes. There was no office. There was no Kodesh. Forget about Kodesh. We haven't even finished Kolebu before Kodesh. Oh yes. It it advanced me more than anything 
And that's why I say that we walk. I want you to move today, beginning from today. Beginning from today. Everyone who is standing still, according to Zechariah, that you are standing still, I declare you are moving forward in your life, in your ministry, in the name of Jesus. Have faith. Have faith in God. Be obedient to the Holy Spirit. God is not trying to destroy you. God is trying to build you up and to bless you. And that is why he tells you, do this. And that is why I came today that anything about you that is standing still by the grace of God, by the help of God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you are moving forward and advancing in your life in the name of Jesus. Sit down for a minute. When it comes to when it comes to your marriage, yes, there are things you have to believe without thinking. Yes. Without believing, you can't move forward. Because the issues you are bringing up, you are right. And the issues that he's also bringing up, he's right. So there is no movement again. Yes. But if you believe, if you believe, you are going to take a step forward and you will arise and advance out of where you are standing spiritually. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. By faith. I said by faith. You are going to overcome every difficulty. Hallelujah. Now somebody said, but I don't have the faith that you have. Yes. Faith comes by hearing. It is because of what you hear. Yes. You see, when you hear things, even casually, you tend to believe them. But when you don't hear certain things, you tend not to believe. There are some of you, because you speak to orangus, you tend to believe them or understand them. But me, your pastor, that I've led you for more than 35 years, you have never bothered to speak to me or to ask me anything. Who are those? Yes. Because faith comes by hearing. When you hear something, it sounds, it must be the truth. It must be the reality. So before you realize, you are believing things that you have no business believing. And that is why you must hear the right things. So Romans chapter 10 and verse 17 says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. Amen. Are you there? Yes. You must listen to the best messages. Don't just listen to anything. Listen to preaching. 
connect everybody must connect to the uh, to the flow church and to the many messages and good preaching that there is all of us here should be on flow prayer meeting on Tuesday this Tuesday we have the last uh, flow prayer meeting this Tuesday Tuesday and Friday for this year I wouldn't understand why you will not be part of that so ah, I'm busy you are too busy you are too busy to help yourself too busy to pray many years ago I walked into a bookshop in, in England and I saw they were selling posters little little posters and I saw a poster and I bought it do you know what it said it says if you are too busy to pray then you are too busy I look at it if you are too busy to pray then you are too busy I bought it <laughs> and I stuck it in my house and I've had that for years if you are too busy to pray then you are too busy too busy to pray too busy to listen to preaching that will change your life and make you believe more then you are too busy I don't know what you are doing I was in medical school medical school and a very difficult one and I had time to listen to preaching I mean a student too, final year I was soaking in Kenneth Hagin for hours and, and mind you I've never, I've never been repeated in school never referred and never failed any exam in medical school I can't remember any exam ever that I ever failed including surprise exams <laughs> including surprise exams it's true. I remember one day they came with a surprise exam. Write an essay on amitriptyline. Yes. We were, we were shocked. It was a lecture time. He gave an exam. So it's an exam. A surprise exam. I've never read anything. I wrote the essay and I passed. <laughs> amitriptyline. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh yes I remember that surprise exam but I passed by the grace even though I was in medical school I was not too busy to listen to preaching some of you have never even gone to select that I want to listen to something that is available for you on the YouTube or available to you on Facebook or whatever, where that you are, most website or whatever. Meanwhile, you are my sheep too. And you rather sit down and listen to Orangus talking to you and advising you. Wretched Absaloms. 
you have time to listen to wretched Absalom who attacked their father. Eh? Those are the people that you have time to listen to what they have to say and the stories they have to spread. By your own pastor, I'm preaching to you and talking to you. You don't have time for it. But anyway, me, when I was in medical school, I had time to listen. 1988, final year community health rotation. And my final exam was in February. I passed one touch. They wrote to me after the school. You are the top five students. Top five. Come for. You don't have to go to whatever to specialize. Come and want you to specialize right now. I can show you the letter because I still have the letter. Oh, yes. Because sometimes when we are t- encouraging people to serve God and to work for you think that maybe we are encouraging you to spoil your profession or spoil your job or spoil your school. No, 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 no. I am the one. I take the first lab children. I take them to PhDs. I make them do masters. I make them go to school all the time. I can show you so many people. I have paid their school fees myself. I send them to China. I send them here. I send them everywhere. I pay the school with my own money. Serving God does not reduce you even secularly or in any just common sense way. Shall I show you, introduce you the people that, are, that I've sent to school? To medical school. Should I introduce you to the people that I am currently paying their school fees in medical school? <laughs> yeah. So, young people, I am showing you what is good for you. All those who are not listening to me, you are also watching pornography for hours. For hours, you are looking at people doing things. And you are spending hours on it. And you say you don't have time. You don't have time for flow prayer meeting. You don't have time. You are busy. You are busy. You are busy. You are mad. Today your faith is going up. And I'm telling you, that is the reason why you can't believe things. Because, you see, you are not a man of faith. Faith, it comes by hearing. When you talk to people, you believe. When you talk, you hear the word of God. It it helps you. It changes you. But it's invisible. It is is pervasive. It's gradual, but it's a change. It's real. Yes. Yes. It's real. Your life is changing. 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 And your biggest problem is becoming a very small problem. Because of it. Let, let me tell you something. Many problems, it's only faith that can solve it. Yeah. Going to heaven, salvation, it's by faith. So if your faith is weak, you'll be surprised that you can't easily be saved from certain problems. Your salvation from certain problems is coming through 
your faith. Because by faith, we are saved. I don't know what crisis you have today. But I came to prophesy to you. That every giant, every critical issue, every threatening of the enemy is overcome by faith in God. In the name of Jesus Christ. I said in the name of Jesus Christ. Faith will put out every fire in your life. Faith will give you the upper hand in every crisis. Faith will cause you to walk through the water when others cannot walk through the water. Faith in God. And faith means obedience. I want you to become the greatest obeyer. Yes. Tell your neighbor, I, I, I really want you to become an obeyer. An obeyer. An obeyer of the Lord. Amen. As we close, look at Hebrews 11 verse 33. Hebrews 11 verse 33. Oh, yes. What does Hebrews 11 verse 33 say? Through faith, subdued kingdoms. Ghana will be conquered and overcome by faith whatever is in ghana eh? because there are things in ghana a currency that i don't know whether the currency is a diver or a jumper maybe it's going for olympic games so our currency maybe it's going for olympic games sometimes it's a jumper sometimes it's a runner sometimes it's a swimmer it's a diver whatever is in ghana by faith you are declared an overcomer and a subduer of the nation look at it they subdued kingdoms and then they wrought righteousness today some of you you cannot stop sit. you see you see you are sitting there a very bad man that you are sitting in the church but today receive grace eh? by faith you will start to be a righteous man walking by faith in God by faith I said by faith by what? by believing I want you to believe something receive a word from the Lord today receive a word from the Lord receive a word from the Lord Obtain promises. Ah! Whatever prophecies have been prophesied, eh, you are receiving the answers to all those prophecies and promises. Promises from the Lord. Promises from the Lord. Oh, yes. And finally, stop the mouth of lions. Hey, every lion that is opening their mouth and roar, 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 roar is silenced today in the name of Jesus. Look, every problem has a solution. 
I said every problem has a solution. Revelations chapter 20. I saw an angel come down from heaven. Are you watching? Having the key of the bottomless pit. And a great chain in his hand. Hey! And he lay hold of the dragon. Maratasa Majubala, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years and cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal on him that he should not deceive people anymore till the thousand years should be fulfilled. Listen, today, any problem, look at this dragon. Deceiving the whole world. But there is a solution. There is an angel eh, who has a key and a chain. And he will pick up the dragon like a lizard and throw him into a pit. And that dragon which looks so frightening and so powerful has become a common lizard in the hand of the angel of the Lord. I see your problem becoming a small lizard that God is sending an angel to throw away that problem in the name of Jesus Christ. How many are surprised that a dragon that has terrified the whole world that there is an answer. Everything has a master. By faith, we call on every supernatural and superior angel to arrive into your situation and pick the, the demon, the devil like a lizard and throw him away into the bottomless pit. In Jesus' name. And I prophesy to you that as you believe God and trust God in your life, many giant problems without solutions, without answers, which are chronic, permanent, everlasting issues, which never go away. When you pray and pray, it never goes away. There is a day and there is a time. The devil will be picked up like a common lizard and thrown into a pit forever and ever. Receive this in your life and receive the end of crisis and troubles in your life in the name of Jesus. By faith, by faith, you are advancing and separating yourself from dragons and serpents and other harassments of your life in the name of Jesus. Oh yes. Start from today to become a listener. A listener. A hearer. Faith comes by hearing. Somebody once said to me, T, 
10 people have told me certain stories and I asked why those 10 people didn't come to ask you why don't you decide where you hear from rather than hearing rumors and stories your refusal to hear is causing you and costing you your faith oh yes Peter began his preaching, but before he began preaching, the story was spread that he stole the body of Jesus. Yes. Why wouldn't you ask Peter whether he stole the body of Jesus and whether he was even there? But you see, it's because of what you want to hear. Yes. Don't let your life be, go backwards. Oh. Don't let your life go backwards. Don't let your life go backward in reverse. We are moving forward. I said we are moving forward. And you are also moving forward in your life. Has God spoken to anybody today? How many feel that God has told you in your heart something that is telling you in your heart you can move on, you can move forward. Yes, you can advance. It's going to happen. Lift your hands. Oh, yes. Father, thank you. Thank you for your children. Thank you that no one will stand still after today. In any financial standing still, maritally standing still, spiritually standing still, in any ministry standing still, it's over in Jesus' name. I pray for everyone, Lord. And I thank you as I stretch out my hand, Lord, on this day too of glory, of your glory, that, Lord, there shall be an arising and a moving out of darkness, out of pain, out of difficulty, out of gloominess, Lord, and forward into what you have ordained for us. Thank you for everyone that is here. Thank you for touching our hearts to love you to believe in you, to follow you, and to just keep moving forward until the day you call us into glory. Bless everyone here on this day too. Everyone who is part of these days of glory. Let glory, or what I say, Lord, in the realm of the spirit, beauty and something lovely rest on every head. Oh yes, and on every hand, and on every heart that is here in the Kodesh today all over and outside wherever everyone is let your glory touch everyone thank you for new chapters new days new advancements oh thank you for this blessing in the mighty name of Jesus and everyone shouted a big amen God bless you God bless you now every head bowed and every eye closed if you are here today i want to pray before i i leave i take my leave i want to pray that you give your heart to god to jesus so if you are here and you don't know jesus as your savior i want to be born again maybe somebody invited you to day two of 21 days of glory i want you to if you are here and want to give your life to god to jesus 
Pastor, pray with me. I want the glory of God. I want Jesus. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand like this, like how I've lifted my hand like this, and come to me with your hand lifted up like that. Just come, come from where you are. I want to pray with you right now in front here. I want Jesus. say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I give my heart and my life to Jesus Christ. I confess, say it with me, I confess that I am a sinner. Cleanse my heart. Wash away my sins. Make me a new person. Lord Jesus, I receive you I thank you. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I register my life, my soul, my spirit in the book of life. Thank you for saving me and washing me with the blood of Jesus. I love you, Lord. I thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Now, all of you here, listen, all of you here, I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you again. And our lady pastor, is it, are you the one taking them? Is taking you. The one in the yellow dress is a pastor. So we are, we are going to pray with you again. Amen. Oh, you not say Amen. And God is going to change your life. Everything about your life is going to change. It's a wonderful day of salvation. Amen. Everybody else, lift your hands. Let's all receive your blessing. Father, I thank you for day two. I know that healing comes to our life. Lay your hands on your belly. Father, whatever is a problem, whatever is a sickness, whatever represents a curse, and whatever represents a source of concern, a source of pain, in the name of Jesus, let healing come now. Let healing come now. Let healing come now. In the mighty name of Jesus. No one will die. No one will suffer loss. This year, by the grace of God, by the help of God, you are crossing with ease into the new year. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray and release the blessing of God 
and the healing of God in your life. In Jesus' name. And everyone shouted, I receive it. I receive it. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated and... How many are blessed at day two of 21 days of glory? So, as you can see, at any moment, it can be day three. Amen. So, you must be ready. How many believe that God is moving you at least? Oh, yes. No one is standing still. No one in this Kodesh is standing still. No one is standing still. We are moving and walking by faith and taking next steps in Jesus' name. God bless you. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.